Good morning. It is Wednesday, May 4th, and this is the New Morning Mercies devotional. Our Father in Heaven, Matthew 6, 9. There is no situation or location where I am ever alone, because my Heavenly Father is always with me. It is such an astounding reality that it is almost impossible for us to comprehend the full meaning of it. It assaults the way we so often think about our identity. It confronts our discouragements and fears. It exposes our self-oriented neediness and our addiction to the acceptance of others. It is the only place where we can find security that stays, that doesn't ride that scary roller coaster of ever-changing people and situations. It is one of the most amazing, life-altering gifts of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a deeply personal, heart-satisfying recognition that we must carry with us wherever we go. The opening line of Jesus' model prayer for his disciples teaches this unspeakably marvelous truth. If you're God's child, you have a Father in heaven. Stop for a moment and let that sink in. What a glorious and encouraging way Christ instructs us to begin our prayers. We are to begin with the most shocking and encouraging of all things that our minds could ever consider. That being who has such incomparable wisdom and power that he was able to design and create everything that exists. That being is our father, that deity who has been able by the exercise of the supreme authority to control every event in history, to have his will done in every location and to completely control every life of every person who has ever lived. That deity is our father. The one who is magnificent love put the plan of redemption in motion so that at the right moment his son came to live, die, and rise again so that we would have new and eternal life. That one is our father. That king who won't ever leave the work of his hands till everything he has purposed to do in us and in the world that he created has been fully done. That king is our father. That God who never needed a teacher or a counselor, who knows the stars by name and who can hold the waters of the universe in the palm of his hand, that God is our Father. You could do nothing more important than to wake up every morning of your life and remind yourself that the one who created and controls everything that exists has been made by grace to be your Father. He thinks of you with pure and faithful fatherly love. He acts towards you with the giving, providing, instructing, patient, forgiving love of a perfect father. He is always with you. His hand is always upon you. He never stops watching you. His heart is always for you. He is always at work, accomplishing his plans for you and through you. He lifts your burdens and lightens your load. He is your God, your Savior, your friend, your Father. Nothing can ever be the same again because you now live in the Father's house where glorious grace decorates every room. For further study and encouragement, read Psalm 105. Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Proclaim his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing him. Sing praise to him. Tell about all his wonderful works. Honor his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Search for the Lord and for his strength. Seek his face always. Remember the wonderful works he has done, his wonders and judgments he has pronounced. You offspring of Abraham, his servant, Jacob's descendants, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments govern the whole earth. 
He forever remembers his covenant, the promise he ordained for a thousand generations, the covenant he made with Abraham, swore to Isaac, and confirmed to Jacob as a decree to Israel as an everlasting covenant. I will give the land of Canaan to you as your inherited portion. When they were few in number, very few indeed, and temporary residents in Canaan, wandering from nation to nation and from one kingdom to another, he allowed no one to oppress them. He rebuked kings on their behalf. Do not touch my anointed ones or harm my prophets. He called down famine against the land and destroyed the entire food supply. He had sent a man ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with shackles. His neck was put in an iron collar until the time his prediction came true. The word of the Lord tested him. <laughs> The king sent for him and released him. The ruler of people set him free. He made him master of his household, ruler over all his possessions, binding his officials at will and instructing his elders. Then Israel went to Egypt. Jacob lived as a foreigner in the land of Ham. The Lord made his people very fruitful. He made them more numerous than their foes, whose hearts he turned to hate his people and to deal deceptively with his servants. He sent Moses, his servant, and Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed his miraculous signs among them and wonders in the land of Ham. He sent darkness and became dark, for they did not defy his commands. He turned their waters into blood and caused their fish to die. Their land was overrun with frogs, even in their king's chambers. He spoke, and insects came, gnats throughout their country. He gave them hail for rain and lightning throughout their land. He struck their vines and fig trees and shattered the trees of their territory. He spoke, and locusts came, young locusts without number. They devoured all the vegetation in their land and consumed the produce of their soil. He struck all the firstborn in their land, all their first progeny. Then he brought Israel out with silver and gold, and no one among his tribes stumbled. Egypt was glad when they left, for the dread of Israel had fallen on them. He spread a cloud as a covering and gave a fire to light up the night. They asked, and he brought quail and satisfied them with bread from heaven. He opened a rock, and water gushed, it, gushed out. It flowed like a stream in the desert. For he remembered his holy promise to Abraham, his servant. He brought his people out with rejoicing, his chosen ones with shouts of joy. He gave them the lands of the nations, and they inherited what other people had worked for. All this happened so they might keep his statutes and obey his laws. Hallelujah. Lord, this, this morning I pray that I would remember all the things you have done for me. Just as there's a long line of things you did for Israel, there's a long line of things you have done in my life and for me. And I thank you for those things. And I will sing and I will rejoice and give thanks for all that you've done for your wonderful works. And uh, may I never forget them, Lord Jesus. I thank you for this day. In your name I pray. Amen.